0: Hi everyone, and welcome back to the Slug Club, where all things Harry Potter and mischief are managed. It's officially the start of a brand new year here at Hogwarts. Welcome back to all of our home away from home, to all of our returning students, and a special congratulations to all the new first years on taking your first steps in becoming well-versed and rounded witches and wizards. I hope you're all getting settled in and getting accustomed to the castle, your houses, classes... And any of the negligent, reckless, and dangerous, unnecessary traps and obstacles laid out by the headmaster Dumbledore. (laughs) All of which are to help keep us here at Hogwarts, quote-unquote, safe. I'm just saying... you don't go on the
1: third floor. Yeah.
0: I'm just saying, maybe Lucius Malfoy had a fair point about how the school was ran.
1: It's questionable at times.
0: But all that aside... Just a quick reminder that extracurriculars are opening up soon, so don't forget to sign up to be an official member of the Slug Club so you never miss a meeting. Follow us on Instagram at Slug Club Podcast and subscribe to our channel, be it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and easily become installed into the Slug Club today. Now, before we dive into our topic of discussion today, let's be sure to run through introductions. I'm Justin, your Toxically Loyal Hufflepuff. We also have joining- <laughs> <Toxically> Loyal. <laughs> there's there's a lot of us out there. <laughs> we also have joining us Liz from Slytherin, who's finally out of detention after offering Uber and Lyft rides to students from Hogwarts to Hogsmeade on her brand new flying scooter.
2: What you? Know, for <laughs> fuck, I would never go to detention.
0: <laughs> Liz, we tried everything we could think of to get your punishment lifted. I mean, we tried talking to Professor at Slughorn, we tried talking to the headmaster, or even consulted with the Super Weasley brothers.
2: As far as I'm concerned, there was nothing under the Misuse of Muggle Artifacts Law that said I could not use a scooter.
0: Liz, is it true that you are also offering nightly rides for Wizards and Witches to and from Diagon Alley in London?
2: Only the cute ones. (laughs) And there you
0: have it. I can show you the world. (laughs) Come
3: and ride on my scooter.
0: It's a magical time, indeed. But we also have a friend who recently has become somewhat of a local hero here at school. She, just in the nick of time, Saved Rob and the entire potions class of sure ruin from one of Rob's notorious blundered brews. You all know her by name by now. It's Abby from Ravenclaw.
2: Hey everyone! Welcome. Abby's a hero and I'm a villain. Cause that, you're a Slytherin.
0: <laughs> Not a Just villain. More course. like a more like a a miscreant. Okay, that wasn't better. Let me try again. <laughs> more like more like you know a, a mischievous you know kind yeah, of person like good friend George you know.
3: Mm. Fred and Seems George never breaking the rules, getting detention
0: all the time. But would anybody call them a villain? No, no. Uh, when they put, when George. they made, when they made professors critically sick and sent them to the hospital wings with their snacks and goodies so that they could get out of class, they did it with the right heart.
1: I think a lot about like in the books when they like left Hogwarts and they completely wrecked an entire like corridor you know, for Umbridge to have to take care of and all the professors pretended that they didn't know how to, like, fix it.
4: And they, like, turned,
1: they turned, like, a whole corridor into, like, a swamp. And it's, like, when, you know, she got banned from Hogwarts or whatever at the end, Filch, like, managed to get rid of it all immediately, but he left a tiny little portion of it, like, sectioned off because he thought it was really good magic, so there's just a tiny bit of swamp in a corridor.
0: <laughs> hey, remember you know, that time I... they catfished Filch? <laughs> <laughs> they were sending him letters from secret admirers with goodies and treats. So rude. Put him in a clinic. <laughs> but, Abby, I have to tell you, the way you instinctively saved Rob from being exploded into a million pieces while hiding <laughs> underneath the table. Wait, 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 wait. That was that's heroic. What they, that's what they tell you to do in the training. They tell you to duck <laughs> and cover. Duck and cover. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been perfectly safe in that classroom underneath that desk. Rob was like Seamus Finnegan 2.0. If you haven't noticed, my butt crack hairs have almost completely grown back. (laughs) No. No. No.
2: Uh.
1: No, well, that's
0: <laughs> the response I was looking for. <laughs> you got it for me, you got it, <laughs> and I'm sure for many of our listeners, young, old, boy, or girl. Yeah, <laughs> but earlier I mentioned how it's fall and the new year has begun. With it comes a lot of excitement. We've all returned from summer breaks. We get to link back up with old friends and classmates. Quidditch season is coming up soon. I know everyone is looking forward to that. Some of us are looking forward to perfecting our crafts and learning new skills. But we often forget about how for others, especially first years, most especially muggle-born first years, all of these things are new and can be a bit bizarre, surreal. And let's face it, sometimes confusing. As a prefect, I can't tell you how many times I've already come across some poor sap that's trying to get between classes and winding up entangled in the staircases. (laughs) And now for some of you joining us today, you may be wondering, what even is this class? I've never heard of charms before. Some others may not know where to go for their potions or astronomy. And some may even be wondering what electives to take or interest to explore in addition to your core classes. Well, look no further and worry no more. The Slug Club has heard your questions and concerns. And thanks to all of Liz's hard work, mostly completed during detention, we have compiled a thorough and complete review of the courses offered here at Hogwarts. Um, Rob, before we get too deep in, I do understand we do have a commercial promoting one of the courses in particular, one of the core courses that would be offered for first-year students, and that's flying. That's right, Justin, even though I haven't been introduced yet formally. (laughs) 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 You know what the problem is? If I don't write it in, if I don't write it in, I always forget. I didn't write it in. But, of course, we also have joining us is my brother, Rob, who's never read the books. And I will say, you know, maybe we need to break the cycle, break the tradition this week, because... Rob is joining us here as a brand new father of a beautiful baby girl. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I know. And I, I thought for sure I was like, you know, with such a momentous occasion, surely my brother, <laughs> my brother would be like, you know what? I'm going to forgo the usual short <laughs> intro and we're going to we're going to pull out all the stops. We're going to really, we're going to, and I thought it was coming when you were like, and for first years, there are things that are new, you know, <laughs> I was like, oh, new That's things something. talking about fatherhood. Here it comes. <laughs> and then we're coming to the advertisement. I was like, wait, wait, what? wait a minute. Where, are what, wait, wait, wait a minute. I felt like I tearing <laughs> into Kevin Hart a second. Like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Rob did tell me that they were expecting. And my first reaction was, I have a niche. We haven't had a lot of boy meets world references on this podcast. When Rob called and said the baby had finally arrived, I got super excited. I felt like I was the Hulk from She Hulk. And I was like, Yes, I have prepared for you a compendium of all things fatherhood. Here. And I break out the huge binder. And I'm like, okay. The baby's crying all through the night, isn't she? And Rob was like, No, no, she's not crying. She's not crying at all. I mean, she she hardly even wakes up. We have to wake her up, actually. <laughs> and then I turned to chapter two. All right. All right. Well, well, she hates car rides, doesn't she? She hates it. She screams and it's ear piercing. No, she falls right asleep. She loves the car. <laughs> and then as I'm as I'm hearing this, my hands, my hands start to clench a little bit, knowing after <laughs> my firstborn, <laughs> it was a little bit harder. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Well, uh um, um yeah. Well, she's peed in your face, hasn't she?
1: <laughs> I don't think it quite works that way with girls, Justin. <laughs> a little different.
0: I feel like you'd have to be trying.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like that'd be, it'd be a little more effort than what. And a at New that point, can you should
0: you shouldn't have a child. You know, it's like. <laughs> But I'm looking forward to ten years, eleven years down the road, when we're still doing this podcast, and we got a new student coming into the Slug Club. That's right, new my new beautiful niece coming up. Her name's already in the book. Name's already in the book, waiting for that letter. You know that letter, or maybe like a Hogwarts letter, would be almost like the Tooth Fairy. You know what I mean. <laughs> my parents <laughs> parents just putting hogwarts letters in their parent in their you know mailbox mm. oh look what came for you <laughs> <laughs> preemptive acceptance letters wow look it's your, i can't believe it, 11th birthday already i totally forgot the last bit when you were talking about yeah well i bet i bet the dogs wake her up all the time with their barking huh and i was like no she sleeps through everything listen to this ah! <laughs> 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 nothing she's still sleeping <laughs> oh you just love to rub it in too just right in the other room <laughs> sleeps through everything she's awesome but speaking of awesome opportunities even though some of you may not be fathers we have a great opportunity with our new ad for this week and that is for flyers training i know many of you guys have already watched the movies maybe you've read the books you pictured yourself maybe on the quidditch team heck i'm even wearing my i'm even wearing my hogwarts quidditch shirt right now that i got from justin for christmas that you're welcome now there's a reality there's a possibility here we've we've got an advertisement from the official head instructor at flyers training the premier flying training class in all of the world not just britain Step aside, Madam Hooch, with a terrible name, because now we've got flyers training. Let's hear a little bit from our spy.
3: Hello and welcome. <laughs> 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 Can I compose myself for a minute? I will say I did not anticipate that. <laughs> My name is Bruno uh, Ryder the head instructor here at flyers training. I mean be no spring chicken, but I've been teaching flyers training for over 500 years. That's right. I've been doing this since before the Statue of secrecy. you have any idea how hard it is to fly when you've got pitchforks and arrows and throwing knives coming at you? Of course I do. These old generations gone soft. get posh computers. are not here Flyers Training. We give you the most old-school, regimented, and efficient education in flying that we can possibly get. <coughs> Sorry. Oh. Didn't always used to have a voice like this. It used to actually be a very beautiful soprano voice. But then after Broom started going off the of steam power, And exhaust. Oh. <laughs> but here we are, we with the cool run and operated broomsticks, back to the way it really deserves to be. But we'll teach you all the classic maneuvers of flying. The dive bomb, the crisscross, the ricochet, the dragon through the tunnel. We've got it all. You're Fires Trading, Trader. So sign up now. If you're committed to Keeping it secret and fun make sure you sign up and ask for broom Holder. We'll see you.
0: so guys that's flyers training flyers training sounds like sounds like a lot of fun I mean broom Holder, that sounds almost like a German military instructor kind of thing you know that I'll cool. tell you what she really yeah. sounds like a spitfire
1: I don't know if that's how I would put it
0: but she's spitting something that's right (laughs) you know you gotta understand and you might be you might be upset but you know you gotta take it as like going on a long car ride with one of your grandparents you're gonna hear some things that are a little old fashioned you might not enjoy it but you gotta be like you know what that's just grandma (laughs) 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 you all know what we're talking about yeah Boy, sorry, nobody had to tiptoe around the wrong conversation. No, <laughs> no. <It's> not that. <laughs> oof. <laughs> that was a long fuse on that oof. <laughs> now now Liz <laughs> Now Liz, Hogwarts is regarded to be the finest magical institution globally. Right. And a lot of that has to do with some of the core foundational classes that are taught here at the school and as we all know there's a lot more to magic than just waving your wand and saying a couple silly words so Liz why don't you break down for us some of these core classes that are part of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry
2: sure so when you're first starting Hogwarts all first years are required to take seven subjects So that's transfiguration, which is taught by Professor McGonagall, as we all know. Um, And that is the art of transfiguring an object or an animal into something else. So they do not teach animagus. However, becoming an anima guy is part of transfiguration. But what we saw in the first book or the first movie is turning um, a mouse into a teacup as well as, um, what else? It was like a worm into a pen or something like that, right? Sorry?
0: Animals into water goblets. That was a Chamber of Secrets.
2: So maybe that's not year one, but things like that happen in this class. As well, there is charms, which is taught by Professor Flitwick. In this class, we do um, all sorts of things. So this, I know what we saw in the first movie, was um, like the levitation spell. Wingardium Leviosa, if you will. Leviosa. Leviosa.
0: Leviosa, okay. not Leviosa. Correct.
2: Which uh, involves a swish and flick gesture of your wand. Now, charms has been called a soft subject by none other than Neville Longbottom's grandmother, but um, a very that. useful... why <laughs> soft nonetheless by um neville longbottom's grandmother when it comes to um taking your newts at least
1: well and to be fair like his grandmother had a lot of pride for like her son neville's father you know because he was an aura, or that nah, but um she- so it's like you know she of course wanted neville to kind of grow up and be like his dad you know and That's why she kind of was like, charm. But
2: she ends up being very proud of him later on, so it's
0: all that matters. She better be took down the Dark Lord.
2: (laughs) We see some other charms, um, especially in the Battle of Hogwarts, when McGonagall uses a spell to get the statues in the Great Hall to defend the school. Third class all first-years must take is potions, uh, chemistry, if you will, cooking class. Mm-hmm. If you will, um, this is taught <laughs> by Snape <laughs> and then later by basically
0: Bloodborne. the home ec of Hogwarts.
2: <laughs> I mean, kind of, and,
1: and well, it could be if it wasn't taught by a bully known as Severus Snape. Hey,
0: say well, what you will about Severus Snape, but man, he really knew how to bring out the best. Oh, in people. don't get, remember, the, remember well, that time I, where I he don't threatened know if I Neville
1: yeah threatened neville to, like, and what murder happened? his toad
0: but did his toad get murdered
1: because hermione helped him and then he took 10 points away from gryffindor because she helped him and because the toad didn't die so he knew that neville got
0: help classic snape lesson you just you take away points and the real lesson that he was trying to teach was to hermione that sometimes you get you get stung for doing the right thing but it's still mm-hmm. worth doing It's a good lesson. Good, solid lesson. Well done, Severus.
2: Is that the lesson we learned from that?
0: I mean, that was my takeaway.
2: All right. (laughs) Well, potions (laughs) taught by Snape, and then later taught by Slughorn, who was also potions master before Snape. Mm -hmm. Next class, interesting. Wait, we're not
0: going to talk about how terrible Slughorn was? Divulging dark secrets to the Dark Lord himself?
2: He was very manipulative.
0: Persuasive. Persuasive
2: as well persuasive yes you have no idea what he was like in those
0: days Rob
3: oh sorry I care I was...
0: oh you please, please don't don't judge me Harry I was just terrified of a 16 year old and Horace clearly <laughs> felt bad about it so
2: next class history of magic um, mm-hmm. in this class we learned um, about like the goblin wars Mm-hmm. um the history of hogwarts and this is taught by professor bins who is a ghost mm-hmm. yeah. and was so committed mm-hmm. to his job that he died in his sleep and woke up and went to go teach class the next day as if nothing had ever happened
0: that's, that's the, the definition ghost. of giving 200 percent that's right he <laughs> gave he gave his 100 regular life 100 ghost life
2: we're I also told one- that this class is incredibly boring
1: horribly it makes you really wonder like how it like who was the person that broke the news to like professor bins that he had died like was did he like go to his first class of the day and like the students started freaking out they're like there's a ghost or was it like you know the teacher break room like i don't know like how does someone say (laughs) like
2: you look paler than usual something tells me nobody said anything to him I feel like if anything, it would have
0: scared the students. They'd be like, oh, no, it finally happened. (laughs) Professor Bin's bored us all to death. (laughs) Even himself. (laughs) Even himself. (laughs) We're all dead. (laughs) This is the class where you dive into the rich, powerful lore and history of, like, Ulrich the Oddball and Emmerich the Evil, right? It should have been an
1: interesting class.
0: But... but all you talk about is the Goblin Wars every single year. How come it seems like every time Harry's writing a paper, it's always about the Goblin Wars?
1: Harry even acknowledges like in the books that it would, should have been a very interesting subject, but Professor
2: Bins was just so boring, he could never get into it. Every single professor at Hogwarts should require a teaching degree. <laughs>
0: this just shows that Dumbledore is not doing his rounds of evaluating <laughs> the professors over here at the school
1: the vibe that dumbledore was just kind of checked out a little bit at that and was just riding out the rest of his uh time there until he could retire yeah.
0: <laughs> dumbledore going through all dumb. the yearly evaluations <laughs> oh let's see prepared five star um intriguing five star presents information in numerous ways five star <laughs>
2: <laughs> everyone gets five stars
0: I'm sure it was the opposite. Probably sit down, Professor Benz, and be like, Professor Benz, please sit down. I can't. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sitting right through the chair, wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> we'll just just stand there in the corner. Just make sure you don't ectoplasm all over the floor. I just had it cleaned. Oh. Um, well, Professor oh. Binns, I've been looking over your student evaluations specifically, and it uh, seems like there's been a problem with your delivery, your presentation of the subject matter. Mm, what is it? <laughs> it's like Well, I think that's exactly what we're getting at, Professor Benz, is that uh uh the monotonous tone. It's like so uh we might have to look at other other possibilities, new avenues. You do know that I died for this position, yes? <laughs> All right, Professor, you've just earned yourself another year. Now get out of here.
2: <laughs> well that's the thing. What are they gonna do? Fire him?
0: It's <laughs> not like
2: he's getting paid for being a ghost.
0: You know if you fire me. I will haunt you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: I'm a little disappointed, though, because Professor Cuthbert Binns is one of the professors that is not even shown throughout the entire movie series, right? I think there is a deleted scene in one of the movies I'll have with to Mr. Binns Blast.
2: Him. You know it's going to be in either the first or the second one. So.
0: It's got to be. I mean, that's a, that's a total first or second move. Well, and... For the most part, every student past third year drops his course, so it would have to be the first two years.
2: Does everyone drop his course?
0: Um, I mean, who I'm wants sure to to around for History but... of Magic? Maybe. All right. I mean, we're going to get into the nitty gritty of the elective courses that you can take after your third year, but I mean, when you go through that list, you're like, no, nah, not that class. Definitely Professor Ben's History of Magic.
2: <laughs> you know, I'm sure some people take it and they love it.
1: I don't know. It seemed like everyone was pretty miserable. Yeah,
2: well, if you want to become a magical historian like Bethilda Bagshot, you got to take it, right?
1: I mean, true, but like at what cost? Like,
2: you know what? I still took stats even though I hated it. So, punishment fits the price. Yep. Fifth class defense against the dark arts naturally everyone's favorite for obvious reasons you get to stun each other this position was cursed after tom riddle was denied the job so we had a different professor each year freshman year we had quarrel sorry not freshman year first year we had professor (laughs) quarrel unsuitable for the job for various reasons um mainly because he had lord Voldemort on the back of his bed second year we had gilderoy lockhart in this class, we learned almost nothing about Cornish Pixies other than they're horrible. Um, and, of course, he was unsuitable because he was a liar. Third year, we had Lupin, one of the best professors. What did we learn in Lupin's mm-hmm. class? Boggarts? Redcaps yep. uh, and What punks. Werewolves. We, learn? we learned about
1: werewolves.
0: Yeah, yeah firsthand experience. That was That was really good teaching. <laughs> Sure was. That's a commitment to the craft, kids. You need real world experience, and I'm so committed to you and your education that just I was I was bit by by a werewolf as a child. <laughs> <laughs> but before I was bit by a werewolf, I said to myself, I want to be a professor at Hogwarts.
2: And Harry also learned about um, casting a Patronus through Lupin in this year as well. It is true.
0: That wasn't a class like that was more of an
2: extracurricular for that was on the side. (laughs) It was private class,
0: just a bonus one.
2: But something we learned from him nonetheless. Sixth class is astronomy, which we know is held in the highest tower. Mm -hmm. That is taught by Professor Sinistra, except for when
0: Ferengi teaches it, right in their fifth year. Oh, no, oh, no Ferenzi. Yep. Yeah, yeah Ferenzi. Why was Sinestra divination. out? Firenze. That's Star Trek.
2: <laughs> no, so Frenzy didn't teach astronomy. He taught divination. Yeah.
3: Oh.
2: So Sinestra always taught astronomy. And for the astronomy class, from what I recall, you're required to buy a telescope. As well, um, you did things like chart the moon and the stars. Mm -hmm. And planets, I think they had to do as well. They Mm -hmm. had to chart everything. I'm not sure if you learn in this class or in divination whether or not Mercury is in retrograde, but I'm sure you learn it in one of those.
0: So, (laughs) Astrology?
2: It's got to be in one
0: of them, right? I imagine Mm -hmm. it's probably. When they say astronomy, they really mean astrology. Yeah. I would have loved to have more of a actual dive into astronomy than what we're given in the Harry Potter series. Is it mentioned at all in the books, other than just, like, side conversation? Because in the movies, it's not really acknowledged whatsoever.
2: They went to the Astronomy Tower to deliver Norbert to um, Ron's brother, and that they were doing astronomy homework is really yeah, all they compl- got out of it. Ron will complain about, like...
1: How am I supposed to know, like, this about the planets or something like that? Or, you know, they don't really, like, they'll kind of talk, like, they describe the room that they are in and stuff like that, but they don't really dive too much into it.
0: Wait, the class is only once a week at midnight, though, right? Yeah.
2: That is correct. Well, it's got to be pitch
0: black out, right? Wasted opportunity of a minority teacher. Mm -hmm. What do you mean minority? Is she she like a goblin? Well, I I mean, I'm looking at her picture online and she's portrayed by a black actress.
2: Well, we've never, like, Professor Sinestra has never been described.
0: Are you sure you're not just looking at somebody doing Professor Sinestra cosplay? Cosplay. (laughs) You know, it does not seem like there's any kind of real determination of if this is cosplay or if this is straight from the movie. But the quality is very, very well done. Very well executed. Mm movie quality
2: yeah it looks like maybe she was taken like this image was taken from um like when all the professors were the grand hall Yeah,
0: yeah beginning of the year feast
2: so astronomy is required in first year and fifth year and then after in sixth and seventh year those are considered like you can take it as a extracurricular so and it is held at midnight rob you're correct
0: rob i got a great spell for those hiccups that you got over there
2: can you hear me? Yeah, they so have gotten more
1: noticeable. Let me just, let me just pull
0: out. just pull out here the ultimate Harry Potter spell book from uh, Wizarding World. Let's see here. Don't worry, I'll, I'll find you something. I'll find I'm you something. Trying, some to, kind sit, of I'm trying and to get, sit get rid like of those twenty feet away from my microphone. Just like, oh, don't don't wreck the recording. Rob, were you jinxed prior to coming into the meeting? No, I think I think it was just that I went to a went to an Asian buffet before this. <laughs> Always That'll always creates some some sort of kerfuffle. Shotguns I have to label this of, uh... the label this the hip <laughs> hiccup uh, fiasco. Did Hannah Abbott confront you about the comments you've been making about her?
4: <laughs> 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 don't worry all don't wear off. So
0: sad. <laughs> I'm so like, like Ron even Hannah Abbott is making fun of me. <laughs> It's like the slugs that Ron was eating. Yeah, Hagrid's like, I'm afraid all there is to do is just let it run its course. (laughs) (laughs) Better out them in.
2: (laughs) So the last class that first years are required to take is herbology, which we know is taught by sprout. We learn about the venomous tentacula in this class as well as mandrakes and all other sorts of magical plants. So we know Neville is particularly good at herbology, and he ends up becoming professor later on in his career.
0: Liz, there is another class that's also taught to first years:
2: flying class. Yeah,
0: flying lessons.
2: However, there Flying is like a seasonal class. Like they couldn't take flying in the winter, could they? Or would? Why they? not?
0: I mean, you're not on the ground.
2: Yeah, but it's, it's not high. talked about like later on. I think it was just.
1: A few classes to kind of give them like the rundown, and they're like,
0: "Isn't flying also offered in second year though too?" I don't
2: think so. Well, it says that flying was the only class that could be dropped upon entry into the second year. So, assumedly, yes, you could still take flying first year if you wanted to. But I think like you either were a natural at flying or you weren't. So.
0: That just feels sad, though. It's like when you would have seniors in your freshman English class in high school.
2: Well, it's gotta be like you know, you take driver's ed, right? And it lasts six weeks, and then you're done. You have learned how to drive.
0: Mm-hmm. Ah, poor Some guy. still the bad master dive bomb. It does say that flying is is only taught to first years.
2: What well, does my notes say? Flying is the only one that could be dropped. Hmm. So either yes, like you could take lessons again, or it's only taught to first years. That's unclear to me. So these are the classes that all first year students have to take, as well as second year, you just take level two. But then entering third year, you're able to take an additional two subjects. So that can include muggle studies, which um, the picture that I've seen of the classroom includes telephone booths. So, interesting. And Muggle Studies was taught by, do we remember?
0: Charity Charity Burbage. Burbage.
2: Charity Burbage until she was killed. Murdered.
0: Muggle Studies, on like the off days, like the fun days in Muggle Studies, was just off the chain. I can imagine Charity wheeling in the VHS tapes (laughs) and the TV on the cart, and then she just plops right over and puts in the VHS, and up on the screen pops up the wizard version of Bill Nye. (laughs) <laughs> You're introduced to a man in full-on Indian costume. And then he turns around and you see there John Wayne portraying an American Indian, American native. And he says, What day there, pilgrim? <laughs> Literal pilgrim. <laughs> it's like this huge gross interpretation of like what muggle life is. And it's all portrayed by John Wayne.
2: It's a very American version of John Wayne, though. you got to remember, it's Hogwarts. That's true.
0: Like, watered-down, whitewashed version, like American history. Well, kids, today we're going to learn about cultural appropriation.
1: (laughs) I feel like they could have had so much fun in Muggle studies that they probably didn't mention. Like, imagine if she brought in, like phone since you tried to teach him how to use like a telephone properly Mm -hmm. so that way ron didn't call harry over the summer screaming at him well that's Uh. the purpose
0: of the class right it's to teach uh these students muggle customs so that they're able to blend blend into muggle society and not violate Uh, i'll tell you what's hilarious is even my dog jack is laying on the floor with hiccups over here (laughs) babies it's something in the air guys it's going airborne That's the class where you really do find out what the purpose is behind a rubber duck. It is well,
2: electricity and technology, like how they live without magic.
0: I like to imagine, you know, Charity Burbidge is one of those. uh, And, you know, because you see her, she's, you know, a young white woman. And I imagine her going into all of these Hogwarts classes, you know, and she's she reminds me probably of like Hillary Swank and Freedom Riders. You know, she goes into to these students. They're <laughs> listening to hip-hop. She's wearing a do-rag. They're dancing. Trying to connect. She's well, like, you know, man.
2: What else is interesting about Muggle Studies is that before he became Defense Against the Dark Arts professor, Quirrell was the Muggle Studies professor. No, oh, really? He was. Mm-hmm. He was. I forgot about that.
0: So he was he in was Hogwarts crit. long before he was hosting the Dark Lord.
2: Oh, yes. yes. But then he went on his uh, sabbatical or his vacation to um, get a evil wizard on the back of his head. Where did he go? It starts with an A. It's Albania. a- Albania. Albania. There you go.
1: Yeah, because that's where,
2: yeah, that's where Voldemort like there was
1: rumors of him hanging out over there.
0: That just proves. I mean, Quirrell did give you that kind of squirrely looking you know, guy who looks like he spent his whole life in academia. You know what I mean?
2: Squirrely, quirrely. Held them in the end, just like bins.
0: Just kind of like a kind of see You you
2: heard that?
1: (laughs) Squirrely, (laughs) quirrely.
2: Also, you can take arithmetic, which is like the study of numbers in Mm -hmm. the magical community. Ironically, Professor Vector teaches this class.
4: Who is that? that
0: It's, Who's the, it's the bad Vector? guy from Despicable Me?
2: He is. He's the bad guy from Despicable Me. <laughs> Although the name is Professor Septima Vector, which um, makes me believe that it's a woman. Who
1: do you
0: oh, it's about? his mother then. Maybe. How many people walking around with the name Vector. Is this where you find out the real currency transfer between pounds and galleons?
2: <laughs> no. So this is um, a class that you would take if you wanted to become a curse breaker for Gringotts.
0: Arithmacy. Yes. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Curse breaker, also known as canut counter.
2: Canut counter. Yeah. So, no, it's um, (laughs) very much like number divination is what arithmancy translates to. So taking numbers, understanding that seven is like a powerful number, right? And seeing that in different places
3: throughout history.
0: Well, I got to say hard pass on arithmancy. Like, oh yeah, you can take arithmancy this this year, and I'd be like, oh, you mean like have a calculator?
2: <laughs> Magical numbers
0: is what it is. A study of numerology. Interesting, but we know Voldemort was pro- probably really into arithmancy. You know, he okay. was very obsessed with uh, with the mm. numbers seven specifically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Jay brought it brought up. N- numerology and in numerology according to numerology seven is the number of perfection the number of completion
4: Mm -hmm.
0: which is interesting though because didn't voldemort his seventh horcrux was the one that he didn't mean to create right no the eighth oh yeah the eighth you're correct no so we have covered this though voldemort wanted to have seven pieces of his soul which would include his own his so he wanted to make six Horcruxes oh, okay. and have seven pieces of his soul out there in the world, but he accidentally made a seventh Horcrux, and therefore there were eight pieces—eight pieces of his soul. This is correct. Down. This is gonna be a this is gonna be an acrobatics editing trip for Liz trying to. No, get- we're leaving. We're leaving them all in. <laughs> Every single one. It's like that episode of the Joe Rogan podcast where Mel Gibson was sitting there clicking a pen the whole time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's such a mel gibson thing to do though
0: hey when you have mel you exactly gibson looking his doing. pen is is probably one of the least worrisome things that you could have that's fair that's i've heard fair. his other recordings. a wild
1: card yeah yeah
0: <laughs> a wild card
1: wild card Woo! out of the back of a van. No. You know, you guys okay have reference. forgotten
0: another important uh extracurricular. Speaking of wild cards, and I know that this is one that our friend Charlie Kelly would be really, <laughs> really psyched for, which is ghoul First studies. One?
1: Oh yes, ghouls
0: ghoul, <laughs> ghoul, ghoul studies. studies. I
2: don't think that's a class.
0: <laughs> that is a class unless I unless I watched a YouTube video that's led me astray. It's not I, it's not a class, not it's an extracurricular, so it's not it's it's not a like a core class.
2: That is not in my notes for... No, it's
0: on here. Ghoul Studies talk Ghoul about Studies with Professor Charlie Kelly, the rat king. You see, ghoul <laughs> studies is really more of the studies for kings rather than common. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ghoul Studies is more of a more of a a uh, subject for kings. I'm more of a common man, myself. Do you Anybody eat else eat, here like Charlie? ghouls? <laughs> no he also works I hear he also works with Charlie Weasley with the dragons <laughs> this class presumably looks at specifically ghouls ghosts and poltergeists um, it's taught in a classroom on the Serpentine Corridor located in the Hogwarts Tourist Magnus the Tourist Magnus was among the largest of the towers at Hogwarts Castle it stood next to the viaduct entrance overlooking the suspension bridge and the training grounds, and it has, like, a semi-circular shape. It's where Professor McGonagall's office is on the first floor. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, McGonagall's office. So that tower houses Ma- Minerva McGonagall's office on the first floor. The third floor is the Serpentine Corridors, which is where the classroom is held. Classrooms 3C and 7A is the Lost Wand Store and the Ghoul Studies Classroom.
2: Interesting did not seem real did not sound real to me but all right I'll it doesn't sound
0: it. real to me either i mean that was uh, that was a surprise
2: well i was ready for you to talk about divination rob
0: oh well i know divination's absolute garbage i mean full disclosure full disclosure i thought that we were coming to this podcast with our like 6 year list like of classes we're going to take which i still have prepared by the way but
2: oh yeah we're going to talk about it oh, but we cool. got to get through these classes guys
0: these core classes all right yeah. i'm sorry
2: so divination is taught by Trelawney. And then as we also talked about Firenze, um, when Trelawney was kicked out, this, uh, as Hermione called it, was a woolly discipline. Very few people are actually what they call seers. So as we saw um, with Harry and Ron, they would often just make up their predictions. Yeah. So
0: You mean like regular diviners do?
2: Hey now, hey now. Maybe.
0: (laughs) They were like, oh, the the Mercury's in retrograde, and that means that you probably have trouble with a boy, right? I do. How did you know? Because everybody has troubles with boys!
2: This is true. Well... So that's divination. In third year, we're also introduced to care of magical creatures, which... In uh, Harry's time was taught by Hagrid. However, before Hagrid, it was taught by uh, Professor Kettleburn, who retired to spend more time with his remaining limbs. And then um, when Hagrid was fired by Dolores Umbridge, Professor Grubbly Plank was brought in. There you go. Well, and we know in care of magical creatures, obviously you care for magical creatures. So this would be like Newt Scamander's favorite class. Um, we learned about bow truckles. We learned about unicorns, thestrels, flobber worms, everyone's yes. favorite. Everyone loves yes, of course,
0: the, the flobber worms.
2: Most of them died because uh, they, they didn't were bad at, care at taking of, care wit. of Yeah. <laughs> and then the final class that you could take in your third year was the study of ancient ruins, which is another class you would need to take if you wanted to be a spellbreaker for green Gods. And this was basically as it says like learning how to read and translate ancient runes.
0: I don't know how I feel about Green Dots having this monopoly over the fostering of the education of all of our young students.
2: Well, I so. mean think about it though. You've got people who go out on their own in treasure hunt.
0: It's a lot of money invested in that, but I do feel like it is a little bit of a racket. Like the Gringotts is just hiring young gullible wizards and be like, you're a curse breaker now. Now here, say this bogus incantation as you count every canut that comes in. <laughs> you mean we don't have a machine that like checks says? No, no, you need to say an incantation over every canut. But there's like 6,000 of these to one galleon. I know. I know. <laughs> and that's why your job is so important, kid. Curse breaker. Break the curse on this coin. Every coin that comes into this bank, <laughs> they all might be cursed.
2: <laughs> well, we know that like Bill was sent to Egypt to break curses in the pyramids and things right. like that. So it isn't oh. just working like in the office. There's some field yeah. expeditions as well. Okay. So outside of these classes, like these core classes, like we said, you could take flying lessons Apparently you could also take muggle art and muggle music. Yep. Um, then we uh, know flip quick? Right. Cool so would that be the frog choir? It... You take muggle music or is it just you learn mu- musical instruments? I don't know. But
0: I thing it might be now is musical, there... musical instruments. Is there a difference between muggle music and just music class? Well there's it's magical music where they just kind of like a, kind of like the enchanted harp in a cha- in the sorcerer's stone. You know what I'm talking about? And that would be magical music.
2: So it looks like you can take regular art and then muggle art and then regular music and muggle music. So I assume muggle music would be like, we're going to learn about the Beatles. Versus like music would be you're singing or you're playing instruments.
0: You mean muggle music appreciation.
2: Right. Well, the class is just called muggle music, but I assume it's one of those things, types of things. So Um, you have
0: to play this thing with your hands? It's like a baby's toy.
2: <laughs> Learn the harmonica. <laughs> um they all
0: break out the recorders for muggle music. Oh all right, gosh, everybody. No. <laughs> We're all gonna play this song, beloved by all muggles, hot cross buns. <laughs>
2: So you can also take um, Ancient Studies, Apparition, which we know is available only to sixth years
4: mm-hmm.
2: and or seventh years. You have to right. be 18 or 17 in order to take it. And that class lasted six weeks, which makes me also believe that the flying lessons were also seasonal. Yeah. That's all I got. So I figure from here we can talk about what classes we would take as sixth years so remembering that six Well Liz years-
0: before you Liz before you get going, did we already talk about what I think would be one of Rob's favorite classes? Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. And that's Xylomancy. Oh, never mind. I know this, this is dumb. <laughs> Xylomancy is, is just divination with sticks. Knowing well, Rob, get every, th- every Dungeons <laughs> & Dragons character Rob has ever created wood elf uh, very interested in trees in plant or in, loyalty, in yeah. nature yeah but it's like here i'll throw this pile of sticks <laughs> what do the sticks predict <laughs> i'm assuming second, this is the the class
2: the air also air. taught by trelawney
0: um it is taught in the north tower and sybil trelawney i believe is the professor for this course oh yeah she is good old sybil
2: that's got to be a class that like nobody takes
0: yeah. No, Nymphadora like, pull... Tonks took this class. Speaking of a class that nobody takes, usually muggle magic doesn't have enough participants in it. Mm. Or muzzle, muggle music is what I mean. Muggle I mean, magic was, would have zero participants.
2: Magic. Right. I was like, who pull a rabbit out of a hat? <something>.
0: Do what? Sleight of hand? Pretend <laughs> that you
1: separate your thumb from the knuckle.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like how I'm just picturing Abby's just doing it as she's saying it. Yeah, I was trying to do it. <laughs>
2: I've never I'm been able to perfect knuckle? that.
1: It just doesn't oh, look right it.
0: when I try. Are we Zylo- all doing Man- it right now? Just checking in. <laughs> yeah, we're all doing it. <laughs> Hogwarts is not the only school to offer xylomancy also. I mean, in 1926, Ilvermorny started to adopt this course. I got really excited when I heard xylomancy, and I was like, "Oh, is that like like when people make PVC pipe uh, xylophones? Like, is that like slapophones, the boomsticks? You know? <laughs> like, nope, nope, just throwing a pile of sticks. Hey, who wants to play pick up sticks and guess? <laughs> I'll take Harry's pile. He always gets the grim."
2: So from here, I figure we could each talk about what classes we would take as sixth years. So this means that basically we can pick whatever subjects we want so long as they fall in line with what we want to do when we grow up. But also keep in mind that you can take anywhere from five to seven classes um, because sixth years are awarded study hours. However, um, if you're a Hermione, I'm sure you are more than welcome to take nine, so long as it fits in the schedule.
0: <laughs> so wait, wait—the minimum's five.
2: The minimum is five.
0: Ah, oh, dag, nab it.
2: Well, you no, know, I just want well, to think
0: not. I got that. You have your five, but it's—it has to be filled with some core classes too, right? I think I can snaggle enough extracurriculars in there to count as a credit.
2: Well, so like, if you wanted to become a magical cares, creature care, or something. I'm sure you would be required to take potions because you would need to create a potion to help a sick animal or something like that. So you don't have to take all of your core classes, but there are going to be some in there based on what path you want to take. So, for example, Neville wanted to drop charms, which is a core class, but McGonagall convinced him to keep it. So I can go first if Rob doesn't have all five of his.
0: I don't don't have all all five. I was going to let ladies go first.
2: All right. Well, I have a strong foundation of four, and then my remaining classes are based on who the professor would be. So the four that I would take would be charms, transfiguration, herbology, and ancient ruins. Just because ancient ruins seems most like a language class to me. And although I was never good at Spanish, I figured it out. So like,
1: didn't you have uh, someone in your class do your homework?
2: Um, well, that was for my second year of Spanish, but then I went on to take four total. So I had to
0: figure it out, but, Abby, um, her name is Hermione.
2: <laughs> her name was Casey actually, but, um, yes. And that was because ballroom dance was the same night as my class, my online <laughs> class. So, um, so those four, I 100% would take. Absolutely. Now the next ones are questionable. For example, I would be interested in potions. If anyone but Snape was teaching it.
0: So like Horace Slughorn. Well, sixth year. Slughorn right? So was if teaching we were it.
2: in class with Harry sixth year, I would totally be game for potions. But that would knock off my next class, Defense Against the Dark Arts, because Snape would be teaching it. However, I do question whether or not I would take Defense Against the Dark Arts in general, given the opportunity, because I'm... A terrified of pain, and I don't want to be in duels, so um, it just seems like maybe not the class I would take. But if somebody was like Lupin was teaching it, then yes, absolutely, I would take it. Also, Liz
0: would sit there and pretty, smolder in the background.
2: Yes, I was gonna say he's pretty easy on the
1: eyes, too. So if Lupin is there, yeah. right, like, oh. exactly, that would be my class. Like, that
2: doesn't hurt, right? Like,
3: oh, look at all of his scars. <laughs>
2: So the final, so those two classes, I'm kind of like, eh, would I take them? Depends on who's teaching it. The final class that's also up in the air, whether or not I would take it would be astronomy. Um, Again, whether or not it's really about planets so much as it is like astrology. If it was the astrology side, I would not take it. With that being said, now that we've had this conversation where I found out the class is at midnight, thanks, Rob. I am scratching it off my list. <laughs>
4: it's gone. It's gone. Doesn't pass a little bedtime.
0: It's past the bedtime.
2: It is past the bedtime. So I would probably it's only, only take five week, or six though. classes. Knowing full well that I would be a part of the frog choir. So I would take music oh, yeah. as well. I would definitely be part of the Gobstones Club.
0: Wait, that's the Marbles Club? It
2: is. But, like, they explode. Wizard Marbles? <laughs> it's Wizard's Marbles. And that's, that's my schedule.
0: That's a solid schedule. It's a solid schedule.
2: Yeah. Who wants to go next?
1: I, I guess I could go next. So, um, like... Liz, um, I have four that it's like a pretty definite and then it's like the last is kind of like up in the air. I'm not quite sure exactly if I was attending Hogwarts what I would want to be to do when I grow up, per se. So I would probably just take classes that interested me and hope that I kind of fell into something that fit within them. So first would be charms my next class would be herbology because i just love plants and also you can use plants for different like spells and potions which leads into my next class i would definitely take potions and i think that Snape being the potion master even though he was a bully would be like a deciding factor for me to want to take it And let me tell you why when they were taking the classes with Snape, Hermione was thriving. When it switched over to Slughorn, Harry thrived. And the common denominator is that both were receiving the Half-Blood Prince's instructions.
0: That's right. Mm-hmm.
1: Cause Snape would always write his instructions on the board. And so Hermione would take the instructions from there and mm-hmm. apply it. And that's how her potions would always turn out perfect. And so then she was taking her instructions from the book when slughorn was teaching and she was confused that she wasn't doing as amazingly as before and suddenly harry was doing better and she got vengeful so that is why i would choose potions as one of my classes if snape was teaching even if slughorn was i would still take it but i feel like snape even though he's a bully would be an amazing teacher to have and it you'd be like the best if you really applied
2: yourself so I hear what you're saying i just do not perform well in toxic environments. I mean, <laughs> I totally hear what you're saying, but
0: things like, like it's, the uh, the Ramsey, what's that guy's name, the chef,
2: Gordon Ramsay.
1: Gordon Ramsay, <laughs> he's the Gordon Ramsay
0: of Hogwarts. Gordon Ramsay is also British. If you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. You know, it's like, he really
1: is. He's like you donkey to like Neville all the, the time. When... <laughs> basically,
0: potions is basically the the cooking class of Hogwarts. It's true. It's true.
1: Which is why I think I would do well in it because I like cooking and I like Mm -hmm. baking and baking is very precise. You know, cooking is more of an art. Baking is a science. So um, I said I would take charms and then I would take herbology and I would take potions. That's three. Next, I would take transfiguration. That just sounds really interesting to me. And you know, McGonagall, while very, like, stern and strict, she is an amazing professor, and I think it would be a really cool class. So that's four. My fifth class, I would consider Defense Against the Dark Arts, at least for a little bit. I don't think I would pursue a career in it, but I think it would just be, like, really handy to know, especially after, like, all of the dark magic that has occurred over the years. You know, just kind of one of those things. So that's a consideration for a fifth class, but um, I would definitely also want to take an apparition course because I think that, you know, apparating would be very helpful and I also don't want to get splinched. But I think I would definitely take a music class because the frog choir is really cool. I think that it would be kind of like a fun, like relaxing sort of thing to take. So my, like, serious would be taking, like, for sure is Charms, herbology, Potions, Transfiguration. I'd probably take a music class. I'd probably take an Apparition course. Maybe, like, Defense Against the Dark Arts. It'd either be Defense Against the Dark Arts continuing past six, like, six year, or, like, maybe Care for Magical Creatures, because mm. I would think that would just also be kind of more fun than, like, work. So that's like six classes, potentially, because Apparition isn't a very long-term one.
0: Well, All right, Jay. Well, what is your list? Um, you know, I mean, I'm still kind of wrestling over a couple classes, so I'm not entirely sure if this is my set list or not, but um, I, do, I do think I've narrowed it down to at least a couple, and maybe I'll, I'll fill in the pieces as we go. So I do think that I'll have to take charms. I, th- I think that pretty much any profession going after Hogwarts it almost requires some kind of newt level charms class uh-huh. um, and I mean it's it's just practical really within the wizarding and muggle world just being able to interact with the things around you um, it might be good for defense. It might be good for just your regular odds and ends things around um, your day-to-day to-do list. And so um, I do think that charms is probably just like a practical class to take. Makes sense. Another class that I have on my list is Defense Against the Dark Arts. I think that that also is just a practical class to take. I don't really see myself going into any kind of line of work that would throw me into life-threatening situations per se. Um, like, I don't really foresee myself being like an aura for the Ministry of Magic or seeking out dark wizards or even breaking curses off of like objects or something. But I do think that it would be a very practical, almost self-defense course. And being able to defend yourself in this wizarding magical world, I think is pretty necessary. So I have Defense Against the Dark Arts on here. Potions, I think, is pretty much a must as you're going through the ranks of the different classes. I have potions on my list, even though I'm sure that I'm going to be exploding multiple brews and the classroom is just going to be a hot mess whenever I'm going at it. (laughs) You know, one thing that I really was disappointed in as I was going through this list was there's not really a class that talks about healing. Healing. In the magical world, there's nothing that is like magical healing, and I feel like that's a that's a a misstep from Hogwarts. I feel like this is an untouched area. Yeah, you know, I think you're right. I think Madame Pomfrey's got that market cornered. It's like how do you learn how to repair a broken arm? It's definitely not bracky arm. amendo <laughs> When he was like brecky arm, I was like, wait, did you say break your arm? <laughs> 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 break arm <laughs> it definitely doesn't seem like it's the right words no, no, no. i haven't taken magic theory as my extracurricular yet but that definitely does not sound sound <laughs> <laughs> but i mean like there's there's nothing really that looks at medicinal uses in the magical word at, or at least outside of herbology maybe herbology would be the closest to that area of study So, I'm looking up Meta Wizard right now. And a Meta meta Wizard, a Meta Mage, Meta Wizard. Meta Mage sounds so much better. Basically, another word for healer. And this is something that I probably see myself going into someone who is able to tend to other people, whether that is at St. Mungo's Hospital for magical maladies and injuries, or it could be in the hospital wing. It could be even through the Ministry of Magic with the order department where somebody has been stricken with some kind of illness or some kind of jinx or curse and they need treating. Um, Mm -hmm. They would look at the sick and the wounded. And so I'm looking at some of the requirements in order to become or to pursue this path. And it does require new level courses with outstanding or exceeds expectations in potions, transfiguration, herbology, charms, and events against the dark arts. So, I mean, mm. that that pretty much lays out my first five classes right there. I mean, there's no free time in there. I mean, it's a pretty rigorous workload. Um, but it is also something that is that demands a high level of knowledge in. So, I get that. So I'm curious why they make you take newt level defense against the dark arts. Maybe it's like to help people who have been afflicted by curses. Probably so that that Those way you know how to, dark dark how to treat yeah. them, how to treat the curses. Oh, I recognize this, this is dark, dark, strange magic. <laughs> no one's this so guy got kicked in the crotch. <laughs> 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 got hit by
3: the ball buster curse. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me
0: Got hit by the old Nutcracker charm. <laughs> so that's my first five classes. I, I I sort of feel bad because I know what my next two classes have to be, and it kind of makes me sad because it means I won't be I won't be able to take any more care for magical creatures. I feel like you're just saving yourself a lot of a lot of uh, sitting out back behind Hagrid's hut cleaning cleaning crap between <laughs> your cleats. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, hey, this isn't even. What is this from?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that one's mine
0: there. (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) But then again, too, by the time I get to sixth year, seventh year, maybe I'll be pretty much wrapped up with care for magical creatures. I mean, how much how much can you really study as far as year three to year seven from the different creatures that are out there? Right. Um, I feel like I'll have at least a fair foundation for magical creatures by this time so i think i'll be pretty much set but my 6th class i would definitely want to take apparition as as part of my electives because I, I definitely don't want to be the person that's trying to apparate and splinching themselves oh yeah you leaving body parts behind sure. and so i feel like apparition you have to have a license in order to do this because of the riskiness and because of it being such a um, dangerous spell to cast i I feel like apparition is definitely the way to go especially as you get into adulthood in the wizarding world it's like how are you gonna get around if you don't apparate somewhere from place to place you're just you're just wasting time and then of course my last class make way and make room in the tenor section of the toad (laughs) choir it's music class Woo! You know, when you're taking all five of those heavy-duty courses, plus apparition, you gotta have some time to wind down. Some time to let off some steam. Yeah, in the words of John Ralphio, that would be...
4: Hilarious! Hilarious!
0: (laughs) I just put in a big bet with the Weasley twins on whether or not Harry would be able to beat the dragon... And now I'm flush with cash. (laughs) 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 Such a great character. And of course, Rob and I would be in the same section of the Toad Choir. That's right, we would be. Section buddies. (laughs) So yeah, ending off my schedule with music class, me and Rob, same section, tenor twos. We're going to lay it down every song. It's going to be great. Yeah, that's right. We'll be section buddies. Jay, don't feel bad about missing out on magical beasts. You know why? Because you got out of cleaning up number twos, and now you're joining the number twos. <laughs> the tenor twos. Tenors. We're gonna, we're gonna work on it. We're gonna work on it. Yeah. <laughs> have to seventh get, power. get some time. But that's what the- Well, y'all, hang on to your lily white butts. Oh. Cause I got a banger of a schedule. I prided myself my senior year of high school in only having to take one seriously difficult class, and that was AP English. Rest of my class schedule in the morning, personal finance, which was Dave Ramsey Works Books and Coloring. And then second <laughs> hour. Coloring. <laughs> yeah. I wish I were making that up. Second hour. No. Symphony I believe band. You. <laughs> First chair string bass player. Also. Only string-based player. Also, only <laughs> wow. string player. Also, poorly <laughs> <thoroughly> funded school. <laughs> Third hour, body development, which is weightlifting. And if you know uh, what I look like in real life, you know. That's hysterical. Fourth hour. <laughs> <laughs> choir. Not just choir. Varsity choir. Not just any part, but a tenor too. I'm bringing it over. We'll see. We'll get back into that in a second. Fifth hour, technical theater, makeup, stage painting. I did it all for real. Yep, that was was Rob's senior year. Sixth hour, AP English. What a great year! I took (laughs) only two classes my senior (laughs) year. So I'm bringing that same kind of enthusiasm and hardworking spirit. To my schedule at Hogwarts for my sixth I respect year. Respect
4: that. <laughs> All
0: right, now I'm I'm I was keeping tabs on who was who was picking similar courses here with me, and I've got to say, I'm not surprised that we're friends. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we've got we've got so many in common. Look at this, my number one charms class, number one class that I'm putting uh, up. Not just because I think it's probably the most practical course Mm -hmm. that's taught at hogwarts you know i feel like
1: you've used charms every in everyday life there's charms for
0: everything not Mm -hmm. only is charms practical for your everyday life but also for defense you look at Mm -hmm. who is the professor of charms
1: litwick is amazing
0: litwick champion duelist and also Mm -hmm. what is expecto patronum that's true it's a charm a charm Mm -hmm. that's true a charm Look at Ilvermorny, too. You got Lally. Yeah, exactly. I could learn all of the book-themed charms (laughs) that Lally has. She has like 700 book-specific spells that she does. So I've got charms class as my number one, then defense against the dark arts. You know, I feel like that's an obvious one. That's a given. You know, defense, you got to take defense against the dark arts. It's like the self-defense class of Hogwarts. (laughs) You know, I feel bad, and we all should feel bad for Abby who's going out into the real world out there where there's Dementors and death eaters. And Abby doesn't even know how to like step on person's nose or hit somebody in the crotch. You know, it's, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta be equipped with those tools, Abby <laughs> defense against the dark arts. I don't even care if it's uh, Snape who's taught, he was teaching it. I'll thrive in that environment. I used to take all the professors that gave the hardest tests and enjoyed it. And you know what I did?
3: I aced them.
0: Ace them so we got defense against the dark arts charms transfiguration is my third transfiguration everything. isn't just changing objects forms but it goes from everything to conjuring also uh, turning inanimate objects to animate objects oh that's cool which is that's why true. mcgonagall is the one who does the pia locomotor on the mm-hmm. uh, statues at hogwarts it's a transfiguration spell as a fan of the greatest Disney movie ever made, which is, of course, Justin. Oh, uh the goofy movie, of course. Oh gosh, that is a great you one. Yeah, no.
3: Oh was- <laughs> crap. Dang it.
0: <laughs> I wish that this was the
3: day after today.
0: All right, anyway. Oh my gosh, Should we get all right, never mind. Best Disney movie, <laughs> the best animated Disney movie is The Sword in the Stone. And I just want to animate all my books, say. all of my cups, all of my chairs, and then sing, huckety-puckety-wuckety-whack, outs and ends and brick a brac Have my dancing furniture. Oh, my goodness. Which goes into my next musical class, which would be the Toad Choir, bringing mm. over tenor to- also Over to out Hogwarts with Flitwick again. Exactly. I'm gonna be Flitwick's best friend. I might be. I might do like a, a teacher's aide with Flitwick, <laughs> who I think may, even though he's the Ravenclaw rep, I think he's an unsung hero of Hogwarts.
1: What's that supposed to mean?
0: I <laughs> uh, said that uh. what I said. I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's like, but wait, we've got all four of us in the Toad Choir, and you may be listening to this and be like, you saw the opening song when they did Double Double Toil and Trouble with the Hogwarts, you know, Toad Choir. And you might have been thinking, man, who would ever be in the Toad Choir? We would be All in the us. Toad Choir. <laughs> All of us. We are the Toad Choir.
1: Okay, but side note, for the Christmas Cup, we should totally practice doing our own rendition of that. <laughs> we
0: we got to compose the Slug Club Toad Choir <laughs> routine. This has been a project we've talked about for several years now. We have. This, that was good. that was our original plan for the jingle, that was our thing for the jingle. But we were just like, how do we get everybody in the same place? And then we were like, you know, Abby's husband like does great, great arcade music. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and he knocked yeah. it out of the park. And we were like, yeah, that's probably going to be better. <laughs> but hey, that would it be a fun a... special feature. But yeah, anyway, Toad Choir joining it. All four of us shenanigans all day, nonstop, not a game. Fifth class, Apparition. I'm taking Apparition because one, six-week class. Rest of the year is basically a holiday. And two, I always love the idea of teleporting. So you got to take Apparition. And then sixth class, Ancient Runes. I'm surprised that so many people picked Ancient Runes. hmm I actually have to swap out ancient genuine. runes with herbology. Uh, I way better. Herbology, I didn't take herbology. I didn't take. Here's, here's why I didn't take any of those classes, because if you're taking alchemy, potion making, or herbology, I feel like to excel, you need to take all three. I'm, I'm still a little uh, confused about magical music. That just sounds like making music boxes, like, and I'm not, I'm not the child, the long lost child of the Russian dynasty. So I don't have any much use of a music box. You know what I mean? So I've got I've got that. Maybe, maybe uh, magical music, but mostly for the Toad Choir. I didn't want to take care of magical creatures because, I mean, you, you're forced to take a third year, and what a load of crap. Literal load of crap. I feel like that class <laughs> should just be called, instead of what they really mean by magical care, care for uh, magical creatures, is help us shovel all of the magical crap that these <laughs> animals have been dropping all over the school grounds. You know how big a hippogriff load is Someone's up to it. your elbows, wearing <laughs> fishing waders going through that stuff. First okay. class learning take how to pass. take care of all the poop from all the cats and all the other <laughs> animals that students bring into the castle. This wait. This is Fang's poop. This isn't even a magical creature, Hagrid. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, it needs to be done.
0: Oh, worry. <laughs> it's just <laughs> pass. Hard pass on care of magical creatures. So I've got ancient runes instead because I love languages. Love, love language. I took AP English after all, and in college took Greek. So you know, took took two semesters of Greek. <laughs> but for my final class. And I'm going a little rogue here, but I feel like there's a gap in the education system at Hogwarts. And I've been looking around at the stock of students that are there at Hogwarts. And I got to say, terrible performance. George W. Bush once said, no child left behind. So I'm bringing phys to Hogwarts. <laughs> Everybody grab a smelly jersey that we haven't washed in four years. We're doing quidditch out on the pitch. Everyone's participating. I don't care if you don't know how to fly on a broom. Need some physical fitness, son. <laughs> hey, I bet you don't know the push-up charm, do you? <laughs> They've got the perfect area to practice and teach these kids how to swim. Think about it, These kids don't know how to swim, Liz. They got the Black Lake there, and you got kids like, all right, you got to swim across. Make it across just to keep in mind. There's a bunch of mermaids. There's the Grendelos, a giant squid. Good luck. We'll see you on the other side. At the sound of the you know, at the sound of the cannon. All right, so I've got that. That's my full schedule with Fizz Ed being in there. I'll institute it like Dumbledore's army. You know, if the, we need to set, set up shop in the room of requirements, so be it. But I'll tell you what. That room of requirements going up around everybody at Hogwarts who needs to do some pull-ups, who needs to put down... The magical food in the Great Hall and pull up their own weight up to the chin. All right, so that is my schedule, all for the purpose of becoming an explorer. I'm gonna be the Indiana Jones of Hogwarts. Call me Michigan Jones, and it makes sense too, right? Because you can you can just even hear the theme songs coming together. (laughs) thanks you guys for joining us for this episode of the slug club podcast if you like the conversation and you want to hear more you can find the slug club podcast on spotify or also on apple podcasts if you want to join in on the conversation and give us ideas for new conversations new podcast episodes You can follow us on our social media at The Slug Club on Instagram or on Facebook. We'll see you guys later, but until then, Mischief Managed.
2: The Slug Club podcast is a creative discussion between Harry Potter fans and has no affiliation whatsoever with Warner Brothers, J.K. Rowling, or any of their affiliates. All opinions expressed in The Slug Club podcast are completely our own. No house elves were harmed in the making of this episode.